to get up and get going, South Coast. It's time for the Tim Weisberg Show on WBSM. Also streaming live on WBSM.com and on the WBSM app. Talk to Tim now at 508-996-0500 or send him a message or a voicemail through the WBSM app. And now, ready to start your day off with a bang. It's Tim Weisberg. Welcome back in hour number two of the program here on Friday morning, 508-996-0500. If you want to call in and get involved in the discussion, you can also send app chat messages via the WBSM app. Unfortunately, though, we are talking about a, a horrible story out of Rochester for the second time in seven months. A baby's body has been found at the recycling center, mixed in amongst the recyclables. And we have very few details about it. But we do know that it did happen previously. And when it happened previously, the DA had reason to believe, the Cape and Islands DA, had reason to believe that the child that was found then in April was connected to Martha's Vineyard, that the mother was somehow connected to Martha's Vineyard. I can't find anything about any identification that was made or if that was ever resolved. We had reached out looking for that information, never heard anything back. Hoping to get more information on this case. It's just, it's horrible. It's heartbreaking. And we also have the story from yesterday at Keith Middle School. They had a brief lockdown brief shelter-in-place order when two individuals were seen walking on the school campus wearing backpacks and one wearing a full face mask. They turned out to just be New Bedford High School students who were not in class at 1.15 p.m. The police came. They apprehended these two, brought them to the New Bedford High office and said that it would be handled administratively. That makes me think that it was, they were just cutting class. But in this day and age, can you do that? Can you, should you really be walking outside of a school wearing a face mask? 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're on WBSM. Hey, good morning. How you doing? I'm doing okay. I'm calling to find out if you know the score of the Dartmouth football team game from last night. Sure. Hang on. I can get that for you from our scoreboard. Give me one second. I know they lost. So the score was 28 to 7. They lost to Milton. That's too bad. They had a great season. Yeah, they did. They had a fantastic season. And the other thing I wanted to touch upon I haven't heard any discussion of perhaps what is the mess up of the election commission in New Bedford. That is, it, it, it is a commission. It has to be composed of members of certain parties by, by number so that it, it, it's due to two or three. And, and that, that hasn't been raised. And I think that's when you start to look back to see when 
the minutes of the, of the commission. You might discover why, why the whole thing is going, going crazy. And the other thing is, on changes of, of voting locations, they, those have to be published in, in local, published, published locally. Mm-hmm. And here, here it's done through the Standard Times, which is crazy. appreciate the call thank you so much and you know that that is a point you know there there is a commission that oversees this but you know i think when like for example when chris mccarthy's talking about what happened with the sign debacle you know it, it manny debrito is the election commissioner so he is at the top of this and it is his responsibility ultimately but i i agree with chris in the fact that you know and, and i I'm going to use this term, but I don't mean it the way that it sounds. The cover-up is worse than the crime. You know, I, I don't I don't think you're doing yourself any favors by having the moving company call in and fall on the sword like that. Just say, we put the signs out too early. It was a mistake. It won't happen again. And I don't, I don't think... You know, at first I was scratching my head because I said, would, would the moving company go out and put those signs out the next morning? You're going you're gonna to have them deliver everything Monday and then have them just go back out on Tuesday and put the signs out? Why, why doesn't it just be the precinct captain that's in charge of putting the signs out? But um, as the mover mentioned when he called into Chris McCarthy, there's other things that they deliver on on Tuesday, which makes sense. I don't know why I didn't think about that, that the, you know, they're not dropping the ballots off on Monday. They're dropping the ballots off on Tuesday, probably when there's a precinct captain there to accept them or someone from the election office there to accept them. So they are moving other things on Tuesday besides just going out and putting out the signs. But just just say we put the sign out too early. It was a mistake. Won't happen again. Instead of having the and, and I don't see any way that it wasn't somebody directing the mover to call because as Chris pointed out, how did he get the VIP line? Otherwise someone gave him that number and the whole thing is very suspicious. We'll talk about it with council president Morad and Councilor Pereira when they come on in the eight o'clock hour, but it just, it's a, it, it's a mistake. Just say that it was a mistake own up to it. Listen, I, I, I don't blame you for wanting to get the signs out early if you could. It was going to be raining Tuesday morning. Who wants to go out and have to carry the sign out and put it out in front of the building on Tuesday morning when it's raining? The problem is you can't put it out on Monday. And somebody did. And I was listening to that as it happened. And I don't want to see this happen, but all I could think of as it was going on is this guy's going to get fired. He was talking about how he's worked with the moving company for, what do you say, like 30 years? He's going to get fired. 
for calling up and, and, and speaking as a representative of the, of the company. I know he was the person that did it, allegedly. But have the company call, man. Have the companies, whoever handles PR, handle that. Don't go rogue on your own unless he got permission, which is possible. But man, I'm, I'm always careful not to talk for the company. I can talk about things that I know from my role in the company. But I would never presume to speak for the company. So when somebody calls up and says, you know, Town Square Media gives you all talking points, I can say, no, they don't. They have no, they don't even have conversations with us about what to talk about on the air. Except to say, talk about local issues. That's what we're here for. We're, we're local first. That's the only thing that they tell us about content. And I know that because I'm involved in all those conversations, so I can say that. But I would never, you know, talk about inside stuff. First of all, we're a publicly traded company, so I can't. But I would never talk about inside stuff. I would never talk about behind-the-scenes things, and I would certainly never admit to what could possibly be a crime without checking with my superiors first. So I'm hoping that he did. If he didn't, Chris will find out. Chris is not backing off on this story. He wants to know all the details of everything that happened. And I think that you, the voters of New Bedford, deserve it. Five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. If you want to chime in on that, uh, we can also talk about the. I guess. I, I'm 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 trying to find the right words to describe because it's a horrible situation enough when one baby is found in the recycling back in April, but when it happens a second time, I don't even know what to call that. It's a step beyond a tragedy because now it sounds like something that is intentional. And I'm sure it was intentional the first time around, but it's not the same as when it happens multiple times and you're like, this is, it, it went from being tragic to being sick. That's probably the best way that I can put it. From being tragic to being depraved. Listen, there's, there's, there's mothers out there that have children that aren't in any state to be mothers, that aren't even in, in their right mind, and do ridiculous things, like throw a baby in the trash. But this is, this is now the second time in seven months that one's been found in the same location. Ugh. 508-996-0500. You're next on WBSM. Hey, what's shaking, Pedro? What's going on, Lamone? Not much. You're, you're, you're way too far away, and I don't just mean physically. I can't hear you. All right. All right. All right. Is that better? Much better. Uh, all right. So I was thinking about, like, how back in, back, back on, say, like, 1984, they had 97% people that are eligible to vote here in Las Vegas that voted in Clark County. 97%? So this, yes. Wow, and I remember it was, it was like up in the up in like in the eighties for a long time, 
until like until after the 2000s. It was it got down to the like I remember some like I wouldn't say like maybe 68 percent like that. I'm sure it's probably lower than that now. But just just what after everything started going down, just prior to uh, and after the uh, the 9/11 happened, and and this just goes to show you that like uh, how the, that that the greatest generation is dying off because there's a time that people took pride in their their votes and have an opportunity. Just there's, there's plenty of people. There's people that put their lives out there on the line that died for us to have the right to vote. Mm-hmm. And that and, and it, to me, it's like people. Don't take take it don't don't take it to heart, and I think a lot of it is it's like even though the primal, the primaries or, or where you want to be, but the midterms that's I can understand that not being as many votes as many people to vote when the primaries come in that's the time you should you should be counting, and it, it's and it's like like I guess you, like I told you beforehand the lack of the that the greatest generation is dying out by by leaps by leaps and bounds, and you and you see like these. The people, these kids nowadays, the lack of respect, the lack of 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 who they are. You know, I've known people come from other countries and they want to become Americanized. I tell them, they tell their children, only speak English in the home. I said, why are you going to deny them that? Your children, what's wrong with them being able to speak two or three different languages? Let them keep who they are and what they are. Don't take that from them. Because you know, you you, you want to be, of course, you want to be American, but you want to be true and real than you are. And I think I, I love being American. But like I said, I'll tell you one thing. If you can't be or know who you are and where you come from, what's the use of even being? You, just, you, can't, you can't find the, the right path for yourself possibly or either, even that or find the right people, your family, other places. People leave, go leave the country and like, um, change their names. Like I told you like how, uh, how uh, 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 Charles Lindbergh, his grandfather, when he came to America, before he came to America, their their name their name used to be uh, Manson. And so just think, and so he changed it to his grandpa named changed it to Lindbergh. So just think, Charles Manson could have been the, the most the most most popular the most popular person in the world. And you know, I could have been. We're, we're losing you again, Lamone. You're you're, you're dri- drifting off. I, I I know I am. It's 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 that uh, ambient. Okay. So so like I said, uh, I think that's you know just think about it. The the man is. Times Man of the Year, Charles Manson, and then he was, then he was born uh, what 15 years later. The real, you know, 16 years later. My bad. After that, after the the landing of a uh, Spirit of St. Louis in 1927, I said that like I was there, or may or wasn't I there? But yeah, I just want to say, are you yeah, the guy? Are you say, the guy at the Mike Tyson fight in 1996 with the smartphone? Have you seen that it going looks around? Like me, doesn't it? Yes, yes, I have seen it. But it doesn't look it like it would me. make sense, wasn't that in Vegas? Yes, it was. It's all coming together also, now. That's, where the, that's when the fan man hit too. Remember the fan man that flew into the ring? It's all coming yeah, together. He, you're you're actually you're John Teeter. I would, I'm not I'm not that pale. I'm far from that pale. You know, I'm I'm all a right. cover snicker candy bar. I can't play that off. All right. Let's, I, let's, I gotta hold I gotta hold you, Lamone. We gotta take a break. Meet that that tan lady that turned her face look like it's all leather. Remember that lady that did that with her kid and her kids? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That lady was crazy. And like I said, I said she needs some, um, some of that kiwi, kiwi oil for her face. All right. Yeah. I, I, I got to take a break. We'll, hey. we'll, we'll talk to you tomorrow on Spooky South Coast, I'm sure. 
That's right, Playboy. I got something for you. I got something for you too. So hopefully, I'll be able to talk to you then. All right. Okay, everybody. You guys have a good, safe weekend. You too. Play on, play on. Play on. That is uh, Lamone in Las Vegas. We got to take a break. We'll be back in a few more. So that commercial lives permanently in my head since the 1980s. There's actually a later version of it where instead of, you know, he says, creamy white, alpine white, instead of, you know, dreamy white. And that song has definitely been in my head since I went to Edaville last week, a week ago today, and I, a week ago yesterday, actually, and I visited their new alpine village. And Edaville is now open. The Festival of Lights is back. And you can not only experience one of New England's oldest Christmas traditions now through Christmas Eve, uh, but you can also experience the new Alpine Village. What they did is they took the rides that they had existing there from the former park that used to be there that had a, a toy name attached to it. Remember that? Yeah, you know what I'm talking about, right? And what they did is they redesigned everything, refurbished it, and turned it into the Alpine Village. And now all of the rides have Alpine and winter-related names, and it's all tied in better to the Edaville and Atwood Cranberries brand. You're going to love it. But it's all those rides that you've been waiting to ride the last couple of years. They're all open again, plus all the other Midway rides that they have. And, of course, the steam train. You get to take a steam train ride when you go to Edaville, and you get to hang out with the big guy himself, Santa Claus. Plus, they have all kinds of snacks available and different food. Uh, I know that they have the barbecue back, the chicken barbecue Everything's going on in Edaville this year, and it all starts as low as $12.95 a person. They have a tiered ticket package to make sure that you can get in and have it be affordable. And not only that, this year there's a new feature. You can actually purchase individual ride tickets to ride the train or any of the amusement park rides. So even if you don't want to buy the full package just to ride one or two things, you can buy the tickets on top of that low $12.95 per person admission and make a much more affordable trip to Edaville. Make sure you get out there and that you have some old world Christmas fun with the Alpine Village and all of the great things happening at Edaville in Carver, Massachusetts. Find out more and get your tickets because they are going fast at edaville.com. Now it's time to go into the newsroom with Ariel Dorsey. President Biden is claiming credit for some of this week's Democratic election votaries. At a fundraiser Thursday night in Chicago, Biden said people are winning elections over and over with what he called the Biden-Harris agenda. He said Kentucky's Democratic Governor Andy Beshear was re-elected after running on programs the president said were all Biden initiatives. Former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie will be the first Republican presidential candidate to visit the Middle East since the war between Israel and the Palestinian militant group Hamas broke out last month. Christie is scheduled to arrive in Israel on Sunday. Opening statements got underway Thursday in the federal trial of the man accused of attacking then-House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's husband inside their San Francisco home. It happened in October of last year and was partially captured on police body cameras. State government 
scientists in California represented by the California Association of Professional Scientists plan to strike for three days starting November 15th. The strike follows three years of unsuccessful wage negotiations with caps seeking significant raises. The Grammy nominations will be announced this morning. The announcements will be live-streamed at live.grammy.com starting at 7.45 a.m. Pacific, 10.45 Eastern Time. And the 2024 Grammy Awards ceremony will be held in Los Angeles this coming February. NASA's oldest living astronaut Frank Borman has died at 95. NASA said in a statement that Borman died Tuesday in Montana following a stroke. Borman commanded two early NASA missions, including the first to orbit the moon. Jared Leto is part Spider-Man. The actor said the actor and singer told the Today Show he climbed a portion of the Empire State Building yesterday morning to promote the world tour of his band 30 Seconds to Mars. Leto, who's an avid climber, said climbing the building was something he can now cross off his bucket list. His 20-minute climb on the east side of the building took him from floors 84 to 104 and landed him almost 1,300 feet up in the air. And the Chicago Bears held on for a 16-13 win over the Carolina Panthers on Thursday night football at Soldier Field. With the win, the Bears improved to 3-7. The Panthers are now 1-8. In more sports, Charlie Coyle recorded his first career NHL hat trick to help lift the Bruins to a 5-2 win over the Islanders at TD Garden. Coyle's second of the game provided a two-goal lead and his empty netter secured the win for the black and gold. Tomorrow night, Boston will visit the Montreal Canadiens. New England will be representing the home team in its battle against the Indianapolis Colts in Germany. The game kicks off from Deutsche Bank Park in Frankfurt Sunday morning. The Colts are currently third in the AFC South at 4-5 and five after taking down the Carolina Panthers last week. The Pats enter the matchup on a two-game skid and are last in the AFC East at 2-7. and seven. And the Celtics will be looking to snap their two-game skid. Tonight's game is the second of four meetings between the Celtics and Nets during the regular season. It is also the first in-season tournament game for the Celtics. Boston enters tonight's battle against the Brooklyn Nets at TD Garden. Now let's take a look at your local forecast with ABC6. Good to be with you, everybody, on this Friday morning. We made it. Dry conditions for today. What a difference that day makes. We are seeing some areas of fog out there, mostly cloudy skies this morning throughout the day. But this morning, the temperatures in the mid to lower 40s as we head into the afternoon. Some dim sunshine, but more clouds than sun. Temperatures in the mid to lower 50s. Overnight tonight, clouds will be decreasing, dry and cool for the weekend. Be sure to watch ABC6 for my full seven-day forecast. From the ABC6 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Ceci del Carmen on New Bedford's News Talk Station, 1420 WBSM. I'm Ariel Dorsey for WBSM News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's News Talk Station, WBSM, and get breaking news alerts with the WBSM app.
Welcome back in 508-996-0500. If you missed the announcement earlier, we announced the time and date of our listener get-together, our meetup. And uh, uh, don't be surprised if I use that line when I'm introducing one of you to another. Her name is Rio. And that's because I usually don't remember people's names very well. We'll probably get name tags. We'll probably have everybody fill out a little name tag and you can put what your name is. And then we, it's, that's, it's beneficial. It helps people. It helps people remember. It also is beneficial for me because if I'm supposed to remember your name and I don't, I look at the name tag and I'm like, oh, hi. And then I can read your name tag. But it is happening on Tuesday, November 21st from 5 to 8 p.m. at Knuckleheads in New Bedford. We're going to be in the downstairs area of Knuckleheads. They have a great little room down there. We're going to be down there. You can buy food. You can buy drinks. Uh, it's, you know, just like we're all, basically what we're doing is we're all just meeting up in the same place. That's what it is. And we're hoping that this will be the first of many of these, but at least let's get the first one done and see what happens because there's also who knows what's going to happen when we put everybody in the same room, right? New Bedford police, be aware. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Well, we're all going to get along. We're all one big WBSM family. And uh, we'll be down there hanging out, and hopefully you'll come and join us Tuesday, November 21st from 5 to 8 in the downstairs of Knuckleheads in New Bedford. And we'll talk more about that, too, as we, as we get closer to it. But I think, um, I think you, if you've never been to Knuckleheads, you're going to love it there. It's a great atmosphere, great staff. The food is awesome. They have great drinks. I, and I'm sure I will have a couple that night, even though I got to get up early the next morning. So uh, I look forward to, to seeing you all there and meeting you all there. You know what else I look forward to seeing you at is tomorrow from 10 to noon, we are going to be having our annual Hunger Heroes food drive with the United Way of Greater New Bedford. The Hunger Heroes food drop is happening tomorrow, from Sat tomorrow Saturday, November 11th, from 10 a.m. to noon outside of the Aldi at the Dartmouth Mall. We'll be down there. The WBSM team and the Fun 107 team will be down there with folks from the United Way collecting Thanksgiving food items. You don't even have to get out of the car. You just pull up. You tell us backseat, trunk, whatever it may be. Hand us a bag, whatever it might be. We'll take it from you so you don't even have to get out of your car. And if you don't have any items to donate, if you walk into Aldi, they're going to have everything on display right by the door. It couldn't be easier. So what are we looking for? Oh, you know what? It's even, it, is, it could be easier. Because you don't even have to leave your house if you don't want to. You can go on to Amazon and you can visit the Hunger Heroes page and make a donation that way or via text. All the information for that is at WBSM.com. But what we're looking for, we're not looking for you to just take whatever is in your cabinets and donate that. Oh, you know, I'm probably not going to eat these and that and this. No, we're looking for specific Thanksgiving food items because they're going to take these items. They're going to put them all together into holiday meal baskets to then give to the needy families to get them ready for Thanksgiving. So here's what we're looking for. Canned vegetables, cornbread mix, cranberry sauce, gravy, instant mashed potatoes, and stuffing mix. And it's also important to note with the gravy, no glass jars. I know some of them, I think Heinz is still putting it out in glass jars. No glass jars. It has to be plastic or the envelope of gravy mix works great. Whatever you can get that isn't glass. Because the glass will break in the truck when they're trying to move everything. So we want plastic. We want cardboard. 
We want things like that. So again, canned vegetables, cornbread mix, cranberry sauce, gravy, instant mashed potatoes, and stuffing mix. If you missed any of that, it's all available at WBSM.com. Come on by and donate tomorrow from 11 to 10. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, I can't read this morning. Tomorrow, November 11th, from 10 to noon, in the parking lot of the Aldi at the Dartmouth Mall, our Hunger Heroes food drop, and thanks to our sponsor, First Citizens Federal Credit Union. All right. Now that I've fumbled my way through that, 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Good morning, Tim. How are you doing? I'm okay. A little tired. I was up all night. I couldn't sleep. Oh, no. What happened? I just, don't know. Just I couldn't really sleep? Don't. Huh? You just couldn't sleep? Just couldn't sleep. Couldn't figure out why. I don't know if it was all the work and I did just while the car was being fixed. Mm-hmm. Um, you would think that would make you tired. Well, you'd think. Yeah, I don't know. It did the opposite, I think, maybe to me. I don't even know, but it was okay because I stayed up. I decided to make, um, <laughs> I decided to cook all night. I made my homemade chili, and then I made my homemade sauce. Oh. Spaghetti sauce. Yeah, yeah. Um, I love my chili. I make a smoky, smoky sweet chili. I don't make it too hot my grandmother used to do that she would make she would make her meat sauce and her chili kind of at the same time and then she would fill it all yep. up in country crock buckets that's what she would use to, to put it all in and then put it in the freezer that's the crock um butter crock pot butter yeah the the, mm-hmm. the, the little gray plastic tub like for country yeah. crock she had tons of those and that's what <laughs> so you would come over and she'd be like there's a couple of tubs of sauce in the fridge if you want to in the freezer if you want to take them home and you go home <laughs> with these big country crock buckets full of sauce yeah, well, that's what I did. That's what I did with my time. And I think next time, I'm just going to go ahead and get the um, diced tomatoes. Peeling, steaming and peeling the plum tomatoes is just getting the Oh, yeah, no. Let them do the work for you. Yeah, I, I think next time I'll just do the can. But it did take up my night, so that's good. I got a little bit of sleep, but not a lot. Um, so, like, a couple of things. First, with the food drive, can you bring, um, can you donate? Real cranberries in the bag, or does everything have to be like canned? I think they're looking for crans, cr- canned cranberry sauce, just because it's still going to be a couple of weeks away. So I yeah. don't, I don't think they're looking for. And plus, not everybody has the, um, not everybody has the uh, capability of making turning those into cranberry sauce. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's. True. You need a big pot and a lot of water, and you got to let it boil down and all that yeah. stuff. I've done yeah. it. I've done it. It's 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 a process. It is. It is. Um, okay, well, that's good to know. Uh, I, I am going to try to make it there. I mean, well, I am going to go there. I'm not even going to say I'm going to try. I'll walk into Aldi's and I'll get, I want to get at least enough for three families. Wow, and that's it, that's amazing. That's very generous of you. Well, you know, I know it's hard. It's hard for a lot of people. I mean, I, it's just me. I never had any children. So, I mean, if I eat, I'm just eating for myself. And I might not even have a turkey dinner, mm-hmm. you know. Not going to go through all that for myself. Well, you can, there's a lot of places where you can get one the night before, and you can just heat it up the next day. Yeah, I was thinking maybe I'd go to the butcher shop. Sounds like um, a great idea. Yeah, with you, I'm saying that they, I, I might do that. I really might do that for myself. Um, and if they're yeah, not, if yeah. they're not doing individual, you know, Thanksgiving meals, there's a lot of restaurants that do, and they they keep them affordable because they know that you know it is people that are just alone for the holiday and they want to make sure that they can have a good meal and not have to spend too much money for it. Yeah. Oh, speaking of meals, that um, me and the article in Plymouth, wow, that's incredible. Him at Ocho's. Yeah, I um, talked. I talked to Corey yesterday 
in the morning. And he said at that point he'd already had about 100 messages just that day alone of people that wanted to, uh, to make a donation yeah. to help him pay for those meals. Yeah, I mean, I'm like, me too. I was like, oh, this is the sweetest. And I mean, and it's just not so that. He's like a real sweetheart. And he just really is. There's a lot of comments that have shown up in like the Plymouth Facebook groups where I shared the story. A lot of comments that pop up underneath of people talking about things that he's done that he doesn't even like look for credit for. You know, he only mentioned a few things to me. He's like, oh, I like to like walk people's dogs for them. And, and there's stories about him doing so many things for people and just never asking for anything in return. So he really does live uh, with the mindset of just trying to make the world better around him. Well, I hope he gets some kind of special recognition, you know, where the mayor, well, when it doesn't have a mayor, where the city council will recognize him in some kind of special way, you know, give him the key, <laughs> give him the key to Plymouth, right? Yeah. I mean, they could use some, uh, they could use some positive, uh, mm -hmm. some positive vibes over there in Plymouth because there's a horror movie coming out next week that uh, <laughs> basically says there's a serial killer running around Plymouth, Massachusetts. <laughs> No way. Are you serious? It's called Thanksgiving, and the get this, the name of the uh, of the killer, the name of the villain is John Carver. Oh, my gosh. But they didn't film oh. it in Plymouth at all. Like, none of it's actually filmed locally in Plymouth. So. Oh, oh, that is so trippy. Wow. I'll probably okay. go see it just because I grew up there, and I, 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 I've got to see yeah. it. Me too, me too. So, um, and the other thing I wanted to say, um, boy, what a shift in the conversation, but... um. That baby, did they say if it was a feeder? Because that other child, that was six months ago when that baby was found. Um, so I was wondering, did they say the age of this baby that was found? They did not, no. This, they didn't give any details. They just said a, a human baby. They didn't give any uh, idea of the... Uh, the age of the No age, no gender, nothing, no, no, uh, that's no sex. Ago. And, uh, and if it was the same girl, I was wondering, you know... Yeah, I don't. I don't think it could have been the same person. I don't think there was enough time for her to have had, you know, well, a, another baby. Unless she miscarried at six months and then just threw the baby, or forced a miscarriage and threw the baby away. I I don't know. Um, yeah. Again, you know, maybe we'll get some more details about this, but sure. it's just it's it's horrific either way. It, it's so sad. It's just so sad because it's yeah, it's just sad. And the reason I guess it's harder for all of us to digest this type of um, behavior. Because we um, don't understand uh, if we just knew more about if, if the person was found. That's the thing. If the girl was found, we'd, we'd be able to understand it more. But it's just, yeah, it's uncomprehensible. And uh, it'll stay that way. And another thing is I just wanted to make a shout out. Um, I haven't heard from Dawn from Stoughton. No, I don't know if I missed it, if he called in and I missed I, it. I hear him calling into other shows. I think he just doesn't, either he doesn't, you know, he's doing something else this early in the morning or he doesn't want to call me. Either either way, that's that's fine, but, but I hear him heard. on the other shows. Oh, good, yeah, because I, 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 um, I haven't heard him on the other shows, but like I said, I'm not in tune to it all the time. And so we're on for November 21st. November 21st at Knuckleheads, is, 5 to 8 p.m. This is awesome. Great news. And like I said, if anybody needs a ride, um, this is scary. If anybody needs a ride, just um, how do they get a hold of me? You'll give them my number? Yeah, if they, if anybody does need a ride, let me know. Shoot me an email, tim at wbsm.com, or send me an app chat message, and I have your contact info from your app chat messages, and I can, yep. I can put you in touch with each other. All right, fantastic. All right, well, thank you. You have a great weekend, and uh, we'll see you tomorrow, yeah. I guess.
You too. Hey, listen, I got to download that spooky, spooky coast. What is it called? Spooky South Coast. South Coast. I don't know why I haven't downloaded that. Um, but yeah, I, I have to give it a good listen tomorrow. Well, I can show you tomorrow where to get it from, and you can start downloading all 666 episodes. Oh, my God. Oh, no, that's too much. Maybe, just start, maybe just start with the most recent one. Yeah, I think I think <laughs> that's what we'll do. You have a great weekend, and I'll, I'll run into you at our Aldi's. If not there, I'll hear you on the radio Monday. All right, take care. Okay, bye-bye. And uh, 508-996-0500 if you want to call in and chime in. But, yes, tomorrow, 10 to noon, at Aldi in, at the Dartmouth Mall. We'll be outside. You'll see the tent. You'll see the truck for United Way. Just come on over, make your donation. And if you don't have anything to donate, you can go inside Aldi and just grab it. Uh, what I like about that spot, too, is, well, first of all, you know, it's it's not even a matter of people pulling up and saying, well, I didn't know you were doing a food drive because you can you can see it when you come in there and people are inspired just to go in there and buy something even though they had no idea there was a food drive. But also the fact that, you know, you can... Go down there and do all your holiday shopping now. You can do all of your food shopping for the week at Aldi. Whatever it is that your errands are, and we're not out of the way. We're right there when you're doing your errands already anyway. So it makes it nice and easy to come over and make a donation. All right, I got to take a break. We'll be back in a few moments. And I do have another break I have to get in here before the end of the hour. Let's take a quick call. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Morning. How you doing? I only have like 40 uh, seconds, John, so you might want to just I'll call back quick. the next hour. I'll okay. be quick. All right. Well, you got the counselors. I'll, I'll be fast. Um, I find sick that uh, what I find sick is that you can throw a baby in a garbage, okay? But yet, people that go into these abortion clinics can kill living babies and not face any jail time. But yet, we can have babies put in recycling bins, okay, and toss into the recycling facility. And you know, these people that have, you know mental illness or whatever whatever you want to have, whatever you want to, they're going to chalk it up as, okay, or just plain murderers, you know? They're going to face jail time. But these people that walk into these clinics can go have babies aborted and not face any jail time. Well, because it it's, 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 they it's, haven't it's been born yet. Yeah. Tim, uh, listen, we'll, we'll argue about this. <laughs> I know you don't have time, but hey, listen, have a great weekend. I'm glad you got that all straightened out with the meet and greet. I'll most likely try to be there. I'll try to be there, so... All right, looking forward uh, to it. All right, Tim. All right, take it easy. All right, we got to take a break. One final break this hour, and uh, we will have the counselors coming up after the news. All right, that is going to do it for this hour. When we come back on the other side of the news, we are going to be joined by New Bedford City Council President Linda Morad and Ward 6 Councilor Ryan Pereira. We're going to talk with them about some things going on in the city, including the election. Also, just a note, next Friday, Jack Spillane is going to be filling in for me. Uh, I will be uh, out in Detroit uh, investigating the Eloise Asylum. He'll be here and he'll be talking to the counselors. But then the week after that on Black Friday, we're going to have holiday programming for you. So we won't have a council segment that week. Just so that you're aware of, uh, of what's coming up. And, uh, and how it's all going to shake out. So we will take a break for the news. When we come back on the other side, we will talk to